When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can put your little ears into. This is the podcast where DJ. Yes. Hello. Uh, hi. And Sam. Uh, hi. Over here. Mm-hmm. And sometimes special guest, Mr. Hector Navarro. How are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Well, thank you for joining we're us. Happy to have you. Together, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about movies. Yes. TV shows. Yes. Comic books. Yes. Video games. Yeah, Z3. actually. Yeah. Uh, Supernaturals, cryptids. We do uh, basically anything we want to talk about, we do. We talk yes. about on the show. You get it. You guys we, pre- can... we pretend like there's a format, but. Yeah, we did one on AI and we're like, this makes sense. <laughs> Whatever. Don't don't judge us. You guys like the episode. Uh, but you guys can find everything you need to know about this podcast at onlystupidanswers.com. We got events. Yes. We got merch. Yes. We got places to listen to like iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, and all of our social media like Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. Reddit, lot. yeah, lots so, of stuff there. So many things. DJ built out the website. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Every time I have to go in there, I'm like, I always have to ask you what I'm supposed to do in there because I feel like I've definitely clicked one wrong, one wrong thing and the website just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> it's a, you know what? It's an adventure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It, it sure is. Something we like to do uh, when we start the episodes is you guys can go on iTunes yes, and please. give us five star reviews and leave ratings there. Please, and we like to read those. And we've got one from a special friend of ours. Oh, to be clear, five star, five star is reviews, when, not just any reviews. It does make it better for if us. If you when leave you do us that. a one star review, we're not reading it. Shocking. <laughs> we, we do read the one one, one stars because they're funny. <laughs> We read all out. the reviews. Yes. We're not going to read it on the show. <laughs> yeah, let's not incentivize it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, here, I'll intro you. Yes. Because it's really long. I didn't want to read it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you want to throw it to me? I get it. This is J. Allen Mick. J. Allen McCune. He's Who's been that? on the show. He's in Play with Witch. He's uh-huh. Sugar Pine 7 Boy. Uh, if this podcast were food, it would be a buffet. Sam and DJ are the only good thing on the internet. <laughs> it's simply ludicrous how disturbingly pleasant these boys are. My life was at best a 2 out of 15 stars before learning of this podcast. And ever since the first golden moment, I hit, quote, subscribe. I've been an, uh, on a rocket ship tour across the galaxy. Bless this mess. And also sorry to the butterfly I stepped on while writing this review. It's a sad day for the for the bug's friends and family, but a happy day for anyone turning into tuning into the ear sauce that is only stupid answers. Love you boys. Keep on keeping my heart and let's get lunch soon. Kisses in memory of Crump the butterfly. What a journey that yeah, that was an adventure. R.I.P. Crump. Yeah, R.I.P. Crump. R. Well, we'll do Crump. a memorial for him. Uh, uh, James, we'll give you a call. But we also have another one here from Big Johnny D from Patreon. Guys, you can listen to all these podcasts on Patreon. Yes. There's bonus content. Patreon.com slash only stupid answers. We did an episode talking about what we want for phase four. And uh, we talked about Nova, and I said Sam Alexander, not Richard Ryder, because no one you. gives a Thank shit about you. Uh, well, no, Richard Ryder. It, it does. This does uh, need some clarification because not not only did he say Sam Alexander over Richard Ryder, yeah. which makes sense. Yes, it he does. went out of his way to blaspheme the name of Richard Ryder because mm-hmm. I said I he felt was I, a cookie cutter white dude. That mm-hmm. no one really, you know, the costume. But if I put up five pictures of, of faces, you wouldn't be like that's Richard Ryder. Uh, so, and yeah. all. All I was saying was, I don't know if you need to uh, mm-hmm. run over Richard Ryder mm-hmm. to get to Sam, Sam Alexander. He can just not be in the movie, and we'd all be this yeah. fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't need to play. We don't need yeah. to. That was what if the you context. Saw, what if you had like a RoboCop type intro where he's just brutally murdered, <laughs> but he's not brought back. You're yeah. just like, 
Oh, but Sam doesn't even know this happened. It's <laughs> just only for us. It's dangerous to be a Nova. Yeah. Well, anyway, here's Super Sam. Dangerous. That's the... Here's Sam in Carefree, Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, exactly. It's oh, it starts with not uh, a flashback to Thanos destroying the Nova Corps, just specifically ripping Richard Ryder, who we've mm-hmm. never re- met finger before, finger by finger. It's yeah, just like it's ripping uh, him uh, apart. Uh, but anyways, from Big Johnny D, they say Sam Alexander was in the Ultimate Spider-Man. I'm. Um, Cartoon, but, yeah, yes. cartoon. yeah, as a part of Spider-Man's team alongside a teenage Power Man. That's pretty cool. Teenage mm-hmm. Iron Fist and White Tiger, Ava Ayala, Ayala, mm-hmm. I think so. So there would be recognition Ayala. with younger audiences. Yeah, there would. Yeah. They've already been planting that seed. I mean, the same thing's been happening with Miles Morales since so, that cartoon specifically. But then, like, Miles Morales only appeared in 2011. Yeah. And he's already going to be the star of an animated movie. He's already been planted as a seed in the live-action Spider-Man franchise. So, like, yeah, dude, it makes sense. I bet with, you they're going to do Sam. Same with uh, Jaime Ray's Blue Beetle. Yeah. Like, Ted Core's yep. great and all. I don't... You don't need to acknowledge him in a Blue Beetle movie. You can just go to Jaime Reyes and call it a day. For some reason, the Blue Beetle costume is the same. I know there's, like, reasons for that. But it looks just like the weird knockoff guy with the gun and the goggles. I don't know. I have problems with the confusion of uh, Blue Beetle. But... (laughs) Before we get on with the episode, let's talk about our friends over at Lightstream. 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 Now, what is Lightstream? Well, if you guys want to know an easy way to save some money, lower the interest rate on your credit card debt with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Lightstream. Lightstream rewards consumers who have a good credit with a great interest rate and no fees. And you can get a credit card consolidation loan from 5.89% APR with auto pay. And loans can start at 5 thousand bucks up to a hundred thousand bucks that's incredible and choose your funding date it could be as soon as today that's incredible and they've got a great deal for our listeners ain't that right dj our listeners get an additional interest rate discount on top of light stream light already low rates the only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash stupid that's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash stupid. Subject to credit approval, rate includes 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com for more information. Now back to the show. All right. Uh, we want to open up with what we're into this week. Yes. Uh, and a lot of stuff is coming out at E3. Have you been keeping up with some of the announcements? Some. Some. There's too many. There's a lot. <laughs> and then we're recording this earlier on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just, when you, this, if when you want to map out when? the timeline on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, and so as far as we've gotten up to is some Nintendo announcements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A few. Mainly Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. 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 It's got everybody. Yeah. yeah. It, like, even the characters in the background, except for Waluigi. And everyone's real upset about that. Mm. All the meme kids on Reddit are, are crapping their pants over it. But... Overall, the announcements have been really cool. What have been the things that have gotten you guys most excited? One, two, three. We can say it together. One, two, three. Spider-Man. That was wow. really cool. I mean, it's beautiful. And we also, did not plan that. No, no. we didn't. That seemed cool. like we did. We that made me really happy. Uh-huh. So we, I think it all happened. So, like, we were all felt it. We were like, I think we're all gonna we're gonna say the exact yeah. same uh-huh. thing. Like, yeah. Let's say it. Cyberpunk twenty. Uh, it's great. I actually am excited for that. I am too. But yeah. Spider-Man, uh, the way they're bringing a lot of the villains to life, and I like that they're kind of doing something from the ultimate. The is that what we called those movies? The uh, no Amazing Spider-Man. That's what yeah, we called those movies. Mm-hmm. Even though whatever, but they uh, the the robotic take on the mm-hmm. Sinister Six. I like the interpretation of that in this movie. Mm-hmm. The way they've done that so far, they look amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think the little tease at the end was? It's probably Osborne or Ock. 
Yeah, that's what I've been hearing too. But and there I was think a because the light was weird. But it's it's somebody that's theoretically building those suits, and those are the two. I'm mm-hmm. hoping for Ock because that's classic Sinister Six shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, I I wish that people did the original lineup of the Sinister Six more. Who's that? It, uh, it, it's Doctor Octopus, Craven the Hunter, Mysterio, Electro, Vulture, Sandman. And nice. Like, those are six of some of my faves. And yeah. I'm like, I wish that if you're going to do Sinister Six, do that. I know that people are like, this one has like a Scorpion and Rhino, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but they're not, yeah. they're not Sinister Six guys to me. They're like their own, you know, challenge later or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. It, yeah it, they it do look cool. I, I'm hoping that one of the movies, one of these days, hopefully it's good, tackles Craven because I think he's yeah. of the classic villains. Like he's up there. Yeah, he's and, he's my number four favorite Spidey villain. Well, okay, give oh. us the top five. Give us the top, top five. Top five are probably uh, number one is Osborne, number uh-huh. two Doc Ock, number three Venom, Eddie Brock. Nice. Mm-hmm. Number four Kravenoff, Craven, Sergei yeah. Kravenoff yeah. from mm-hmm. Mother Russia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number five might be Lizard Curtis Connors. There you go. Maybe just in terms of like overall importance and like yeah. you know thematic relevance and stuff and like I love all the rest of them, Vulture and, and I mean if we're doing like different versions of these characters, I love Michael Keaton's Vulture. Yeah, that's up there. I love D'Onofrio's Kingpin. I'll count that. Like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. such a fun, you know. But I leave Kingpin as a daredevil guy. Yeah, um, you gotta have some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are those are my top. I think it's pretty clear that it's Boomerang at the end there. Didn't mm. you guys get that vibe? Oh, oh, Fred Myers, Boomerangs. Did you watch the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon? Yeah, it's the best. Amazing. It's I have the collection the over there. Blu-ray. So good. Yeah, nice. Yeah. We'll watch it all after. Mm-hmm. We'll have watch. You, the have you not so seen good. it? You not seen it? No, he keeps. Oh my god, to give it to me. so good. It's my it's my favorite adaptation of Spider-Man. Shame. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's better than any movie and ended way too soon and, yeah. and on a super depressing note so get ready for that because oh, disney, uh, disney sold the rights to or disney got the rights to, and they yep. canceled that They're like we're gonna do our own disney cartoon and sony animation was like okay and then um it, their new cartoon wasn't good yeah <laughs> so i didn't i remember for a while there was one on mtv a spider-man tv yeah show, right, right after sam raimi's spider-man with neil patrick called, harris yeah, it was called spider-man Ooh. <laughs> supposed to take place in the continuity of the movies, God. which never works out. Because James Franco's, like, Harry Osborn was blonde. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I never saw it. I, I knew of it. It's okay. Yeah. I watched it. I, I don't really remember it. As, just, you know. as a kid, there was an Electro episode where he was more just like a like a beam of light or whatever. Yeah. It scared the crap out of me. It was very scary. I'm like, he can come out of any plug. Yeah. So wait, who do you think? who do you really think the villain is? In the teaser, because you said boomerang, but who do you really think? Boomerang. I don't okay. know. Yeah, 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 I was going to go with that. I Apparently, mean, Shocker's also in the game. There you go. That works with too. A cool, with a cool. He's got yellow too. costume lights hitting that. We get the yellow beam Boom. back into his eyes. It's probably going to be Green Goblin or Octopus. It's probably yeah. going to be that. They don't. Yeah. They wouldn't do that. But I just really, I finished reading the Superior Foes of Spider-Man. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it's so funny. And like, I, I really like that. That would never be in this game. That would never. That will never appear anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. No, uh, not necessarily. They were trying to do that Sinister Six movie. Yeah. With Drew Goddard. And I, I that, think. If Marvel Studios play their cards right, they could make a menacing Sinister Six and build up a little a little rogues gallery for Spidey, for the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And whether they continue with him or they do Miles or both, at some point as a spinoff down the line, they could do the Superior Foes of Spider-Man as a movie. Absolutely. Or, it's a great idea. Or it a great idea with the Thunderbolts or something like that. Yeah. I do feel like they're building towards a Sinister Six because we got three in this movie. Depending on how you play the next yes. movie, you could d- easily drop another Who's three. Who's got you Vulture? Got Sh- Shocker, uh, Shocker, Vulture, Scorpion. and Scorpion. Mm-hmm. That's three. Yeah, and so you could easily do mm-hmm. three or more in the next one in a similar fashion. And then you've got the six for... And what the are we hearing? Movie. Rumors, Mysterio, yeah, and yes. just two more, yeah. Yes. And I think they should they should cast uh, McConaughey as Osborne 
and get one other baddie in there and call it a day. That's your Sinister Six. You know who Go I thought it. would make a really uh, good Osborne? Chris Cooper. Um, no, not really. <laughs> no? no, Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, like something. twenty years ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I love that movie. Um, but uh, not great right now at this current moment in time. But Vince Vaughn. Uh, yeah, uh, not great yeah. Maybe, yeah. F- maybe f- ten years ago. <laughs> maybe, maybe five you know months what? ago. No, nah, I think he's too s- slimy. I think Osborne needs to be charismatic as. Uh, like yeah. that's my favorite version of Osborne is that he can talk to you live on television and yeah. convince you. He's like, look, I, I may have been the Green Goblin, but in reality, what America needs, and you're like, I buy it. Like, I'm, yeah. like I want somebody who's just so. I don't want somebody who's like trying to convince you just the chip, just this for a second, just to see how it feels. Yeah. That's Vaughn. That's Vince. He's real slimy. Yeah. I want somebody to like woo me. You know, mm-hmm. I want a Lex Luthor that's like so charming, not weird, yeah, not quirky, but like just smooth, charming in many ways. More. In many ways, like a Barack Obama, where he's just like so good at speaking, yeah. that when he says things about Superman, you're like, hey, he might have a point. Like yeah. that's who those characters need to be, and that's yep. who Osborne is too. That's a good pitch for Lex Luthor. Yeah, man, I would like that. But Barack hey, Obama, if you want for uh, uh, Osborne, go the other wedding crasher on Wilson. Yeah. We'll throw oh. that to the audience. What do you guys? Wow! Think? Wow! wow. wow. Spider Man! Wow. wow! So how did this work? Like, how did you get your powers? Wow! And you just came saying, Oscorp? Wow. wow! Look at this glider! Wow! And you just hear the wow through the city as he flies away yeah. into the moon wow 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 wow, wow. <laughs> spider-man you're gonna have to make a choice i got gwen stacy here your girlfriend i'm gonna throw over this bridge wow, wow. you snapped her own neck wow i didn't have to do wow. anything wow so uh spider-man That's was all i want was, now was great ps4 uh cyberpunk um, cool. Twenty-seven-seven looks cool. Although I think I'm more excited, less by what I saw. I'm more just to the fact that I love Witcher Three. Mm-hmm. It's the same company, mm-hmm. and so I'm assuming it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Last of Us Two had an amazing trailer that I can only watch a little bit of because hey, eleven-minute trailers is a little much. Yeah, I didn't have enough time to watch all of that. Yeah, but I am interested. And there's a couple indie games that look really pretty that EA and uh, the uh, Ubisoft like to put out, like the Unravel 2. That was yeah. a really fun game to play where you're this little, like, yarn. You're this little character mm-hmm. named Yarny, and you can run around in your yarn. Like, you can use part of your... It's like if you could take your skin and use it as a hook, and you're like, it's gross. But yeah. he's yarn, so it's cute. Uh, this is a good pitch for the game. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it was pitched. And you're like... Yeah, uh, but besides that, nothing has really like blown my mind. I'm surprised we didn't get. Uh, you were talking about for a while that there was going to be like a Superman game. There's rumors, and but it's like 4chan rumors, so it's like probably not yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, uh, that this was the year that we're going to get a Rocksteady Superman game announcement, which I would desperately love. Desperate because I love the Arkham yeah. games, but Superman's my boy. Yeah. So if we finally got like a great Superman game, yeah, I feel bad that the lead actor in Krypton. Krypton, the yeah, show, tweeted yeah. about that where he's like, every year I get my hopes up, and he used like a Tom Welling from Smallville crying he did. gif, yeah. and I was like, dang, dude, I feel for this guy. Like yeah. I feel it too, but I'm like, that's such a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It all, it's just a bummer when I'm reminded that nobody gives a shit about Superman. Yeah, As a Superman fan, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. The world doesn't care. The world right, doesn't right, right. care cool. that much. You could cool. definitely get people excited. I mean, injustice, people get excited. I'm not excited to play about Superman. The in Superman that game. that's evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, I played the. I went back and played the game when he wins. It's mm-hmm. awful. <laughs> I did Batman first. It's it's pretty fucking dark. No. Uh, but I was trying to pull up really quick. I want a version. I want somebody at some point to do the story where the Batman becomes the fascist because, of course. Yeah. Because, of course, yeah. he's the one that would, like, come right? on, like, what? How come he's never, and he's also because but, he's the guy that has no powers. Well, yeah, That's but, why but he's also to... taken everybody down. Yes. I feel like maybe the closest we got is, like, the beginning of Kingdom Come. 
where he kind Maybe. of is that where he has like the bat yeah. sentries patrolling Gotham and like they're rounding up the Cosby kids and Clark's like, what are you doing? Or, yeah. You know, or the specters observing him or yeah. like, yeah, this is, he just been in his cave this whole time. Like that's probably the closest. And then even through that story, by the end of it, he's, he wears a white t-shirt and he uses the Wayne Manor to like heal people. And then he's like with Clark yeah. you know, going it, forward. The, so. uh, another would be yeah. probably where the, the Dark Knight, Frank Miller's Dark Knight series has gone, except it's Frank Miller writing yeah. it. So he sees Batman as the other guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did, I forgot. How could I forget Kingdom Hearts 3? Kingdom Hearts 3 got a trailer. Mm-hmm. And I've recently replayed the Kingdom Hearts games. I've mentioned this on the podcast. All of heck? them? Uh, no, I can't do that. I, oh. I got I got the deluxe so one. Just one and two? One and two. And I, I've been trying to play through the one where it's like Aqua... 2.8 yeah whatever um, it's like aqua and uh, they're all like earth wind fire or something like that mm-hmm. and it's a little tough because it was meant to be on a PSP or, mm-hmm. or a DS or something and so playing it on a console you're just like oh, god it looks not great you know Leonard Nimoy does a voice for a character in that he does That's and cool. so does Mark Hamill and they have scenes together and this was That's intended amazing. to be a PSP game mm-hmm. That's what's crazy mm-hmm. about it yeah. yeah I was learning about Kingdom Hearts in the past week or two and it's so nuts. The mm-hmm. story is so crazy that after hearing it, I was like, yeah, I want Kingdom Hearts 3 to be the last one. Like, I, I'm like, I really just just wrap it up. Just so you don't have to wait 15 years yeah, for the next one. Yeah, but also just because the story guys just got so convoluted that I don't understand it that I'm like, just wrap it up. And then maybe in like five years, do like a new Kingdom Hearts reboot where it's like still like an anime boy and Donald and Goofy are some Disney characters and start again because the story just got too crazy. Oh, it's at first it was like, cool, like darkness in your heart. Yeah. Manifest a thing. And yeah. this thing is collecting darkness like in hearts. It's like hereditary. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and then it was like, well, when you collect those hearts, there's like a husk left behind, and that creates an enemy. And then they're like, but what if you complicated that by ten times? And that's what the series is now. <laughs> yeah. And at first, as a kid playing it, I was like, this is like if uh, uh, Donald Goofy were in the real world. And then watching them replaying it, I'm like, no, no, no. It's like if you took a really depressing anime, and Disney characters popped up every once yeah. in a while, and <laughs> you're like, oh, this just makes it real. It's weird that the Disney stories make more sense than what's happening with the Final Fantasy characters in the background, where it's like, I'm supposed to understand you guys more, but it's like, they brought all the baggage from those games in, mm-hmm. so it's like, if you played all 17 Final Fantasy games, you will understand the references mm-hmm. in the background. And if you don't, you will definitely tune out what they're talking about, because it's not I- important to what story. an insane Venn diagram that Square Enix decided to cash in on where it's like the people that have seen every Disney movie and have played every Final <laughs> Fantasy game mm-hmm. will really dig this idea we have. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, that's nuts. As a kid who didn't play Final Fantasy, I still dug it because it's yeah. like, oh, I get to go to all these worlds yep. and at least Donald and Goofy get to interact with like Jack Skellington and Tarzan yeah. and uh, Little Mermaid. And like it, it is weird that your body changes when you go into some <laughs> of the worlds. Like Little Mermaid makes sense so you don't die. Uh, Lion King, that's fun because you get to turn into like a lion. And then when I saw the footage of uh, Monsters, Inc., you're like, oh, and you turn to furries so you can <laughs> blend in with everybody the toy story one's fun because you're like legos and yeah. like that's a really cool oh, way to cool. go about it uh and ratatouille's in it for some reason remy whatever you know yeah. his character name i'm excited i'm gonna play it i'm gonna have to just tune out just a little bit because it does get because you don't know so all I the story yeah i can't because like at a certain point sora turned into a darkness thing mm-hmm. i'm not don't correct me on uh verbiage guys who are listening uh and then like i wish more people did arguments like that this happened don't correct me on that don't, correct, right? me don't, on don't correct me he like turned into darkness and then his husk got a body but uh-huh. then he's like wait but his husk was a body the whole time what does that mean shut up and let us make this game that's what they basically said yeah anywho uh, frozen. Okay, so uh, uh, that's the cool stuff. Any other things you guys want to mention from E3? No, I'm, I'm gonna Hector. Is there something else you're excited about this week going yeah. on? Uh, uh, just in my life? Yeah. 
Anything you're interested in? What I'm into? Excited about? Um, I just read, and I'm finishing up a uh, Fantastic Four comic that I love. I'll just plug that, just because you should read if you haven't read it. Mark Wade's Fantastic Four run from the early 2000s with mostly artist Mike Waringo is my favorite FF stuff, and it's basically like The Incredibles. It's and put on The Incredibles score if you read it. Yeah, the Michael Giacchino score. It's perfect. It's my favorite iteration of the Fantastic Four. It moves me to tears, and I'm like, this nails it. This is it. That's pre Hickman, right? This is pre Hickman. Yeah, it was, yeah. In fact, it went Mark Wade, and then after that, I think it was J. Michael Straczynski for a minute, and then Dwayne McDuffie for a second, and then, and that's when he brought in T'Challa and Storm mm, yeah, to replace yeah, yeah, yeah. Reed and Sue, and then it was Hickman, like a little bit after the first Civil War, yeah. and then it's been a couple different people. Hickman was on it for a while. For a long yeah. time. Um, I mean, Secret Wars yeah. is basically a wrap-up of wrap his up Avengers of front and started. Fantastic Four. Yes. Yeah. So, that's cool. But go back to the early 2000s, man. Yeah. Mark Wade, they got Wade's it right. Wade's a champ. Wade's Daredevil yes. run is... Amazing. He's one of the best comic book writers ever, superhero writers, I should say, because he just gets the characters so perfectly. Uh, A character will say something in this book where you're you're like, oh my God, that's why that character is that way for 50 years. And he just sums it up and pitches it to you, and you're like, perfect. There was a early 2000s, Mark Wade, Grant Morrison, Mark Miller, and then another writer whose name I can't remember had a pitch for DC about like Superman in the new millennium like Mm -hmm. this is you should relaunch it this is how you should do Mm -hmm. it and their document that they gave dc was floating around the internet and some they were going to do it and some publisher wasn't in on it and in a huff canceled the whole thing and it just kills me because it's like those writers yeah you birthright all-star superman red sun it's like it would have been amazing they love it yeah they love it you can tell that's so cool well a little comic book thing i was been reading man of steel the new brian michael bendis first issue was good it was second issue was good too because it was Doc Shanner, so I was really happy to see oh, his yeah. art. Um, but it was like, uh, it, I was like, I'm like, kind of wondering what's happening exactly. But I do like the focus on the man because a lot of Superman comics recently have been like, what if big space question mm-hmm. and so powers? And you're yeah. like, well, you could also tell the human side of it. That's why yeah. I like that he has a son. So focus on that a little bit mm-hmm. more. And that's what this is. And so it's it, it is very cool to see what Brian Michael Bendis is going to do and the new Justice League comic. Like, yeah. not no justice because that's super. It's, it was a big letdown. Uh, oh, and, really? And I, I was read a, the first issue of that, and I thought it was phenomenal. I haven't read two, cool, three, four. But like, you know, you're like, oh wait, new teams. It must they must do things as a yeah. team, and no, they don't. It's like, what if it's a four issue thing? Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. basically the whole team is there to give a pep talk to the main Justice League member who's on that team, and oh. then the main Justice League member does really? the thing. Yeah. Oh, you're bumming me out. Yeah, it was right. a little bit. It's and also also bigger bigger bummer. Mm-hmm. Francis Manipul doesn't draw all of it. Who does? It's Different all over people? the map. It, yeah. That's a bummer, man. They really got me with that first issue, man. Yeah, because it's great. He's, yeah. a, he's a tremendous artist. He's yeah. so good. Uh, his flash stuff script, is yeah. muy bueno. I yeah. like his flash. Yeah. yeah. Um, but right. the Jim Chung and Scott Snyder yeah. duo for... Justice League is just so pretty. Yeah. It's so pretty. Even the story, it's just Martian Manhunter being the lead. I'm like, yes, it's co- so cool that he's the leader and he's the one like figuring out where to put yes. all the leagues. And there's like plenty of side be. characters. Yeah. Yeah. He should be that universe's Nick Fury. Yeah, he should be. He should be more of the Amanda Waller role that 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 a lot of the times DC storytellers will try to use Amanda Waller as is like the the behind the scenes shady. You know, she she's got her like tabs on every super meta human in the world, and yeah. I'm like, I think it should be John Jones. I that think that's a be good argument job. for that, especially yeah. since you know maybe he saw how the way his world ended up, and he's like, yeah. wait, I can do this better here. Yeah, by getting these people to work together, we need a league. Yeah, yeah. damn it, that's cool. I'm excited. I'm just excited that it seems like. The older I get, the older our generation gets, the closer we are to getting to, like, people in charge of the companies we love also growing up with the stuff we love. Mm-hmm. So when so when Scott Snyder was like, oh, yeah, I'm using the lineup from Justice League, the animated series, 
with John Stewart and Hot Girl. It's like, yes, yeah. that's the best. Yeah. Use that. And it makes it just makes me feel validated every time I've been like, nobody loves John Stewart. And yeah. He should be the Green Lantern. And so many and comic book fans, DC fans, comic book fans, a lot of people will be like, no, man, it's Hal. Fuck you. You're wrong. And I, I'm like, I took Kyle Rayner, but that's no, because and of when I, lo- I grew up. Exactly. <laughs> and, when I I grew love, up. and I love Kyle. Yeah. Uh, I wish he was, um, I wish I leaned into his half Mexicanness more. Yeah. But I love Kyle, but that's another one that Kyle and Wally were really sort of like skirted to the side, but yeah. at least Wally got to be in the show. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were so smart to bring John to the forefront and give him some great meaty storylines. And I'm like, this should be a movie, this exact lineup. Mm-hmm. Shair Hall turned out to be a great character in that show. Hawk yeah. Girl started as like, oh, why is she here without Hawk Man? This is weird. And then it was awesome. Like, yeah. mm, I'm just excited that it's finally, you know, and eventually somebody that is our age is going to going to be in charge of Marvel that had grown up with Peter Parker and Mary Jane being married and they're just going to have a marry each other all over again. They'd be like, yep. no, 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 but that's my era of Peter. Not yeah. the 70s when he was a swinging single guy. Like, they should be married again. And I'll be like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> I'll buy that comic! And then, <laughs> and then somebody that... that- uh, maybe it was around this time we'll come back around by like but seriously though why did we give Superman the red trunks again <laughs> yeah. it doesn't change yeah. the character at all he doesn't yeah. need them yeah it like was my Superman always had no chonies like yeah. let's get rid of them we Damn don't, it. it's not necessary <laughs> it's, a tu- it's, a, it's a tug it's a tug of war it's a, it's a pull and pull it's yeah. a push and pull shorts with a belt just in case <laughs> just in case they fall down uh, yeah uh, last thing uh, speaking of comics chaostheorycomic.com still uh, promoting that book please Go and support it if you haven't already. <laughs> um, because if you didn't know, making comics costs a tremendous amount of money. And also, it's super cool, man. It's zombies and dinosaurs fighting. You got a guy with a flaming uh, chainsaw. Uh, you got a woman with her pet raptor trying to survive. Have you considered adding the tier where yeah. I draw a comic based on someone's suggestion? I was I was thinking that'd be a stretch goal. Hmm? After we make our main mm-hmm. goal. That it's going to be all awful. Our, all our, it's going to be so bad. The supporters would get, along with other stuff, all the supporters from a certain amount up would get a digital version of your copy comic, like maybe five or six pages, mm-hmm. and they could vote on oh, no, stuff. No, 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 sorry, forty. <laughs> oh, 40, page, forty pages. I, I mean, if you want to make that conv- now, oh. I can. Reg- I feel the regret the, sitting in, but yeah, I'll go ahead. <laughs> only so, have a week to do it. Yeah, someplace, so yeah, someplace between, so <laughs> someplace between six to forty pages. And then have them vote on stuff. But that's a stretch goal. We need to get to the original goal. Uh, we relaunched on Indiegogo if you haven't been there. And also, if you were there for the original Indiegogo back the first time, you get a ton more stuff. There's more There's more comic book. There's better rewards. There's There's just a bunch of cool stuff. If you're on a Patreon, there's specific rewards just for you guys. Um, it's a blast. Everybody who's checked it out has been really into it. So if you want it. And also, now it's gonna you're going to be getting it before the end of the year. So you're going to be getting it sooner. You better go. Yeah. Contribute, god dang it. ChaosTheoryComic.com. And if you let me know that you're coming from the podcast, you will get a special uh, postcard map with story details that nice. are not in the comic itself. Nice. Be yeah. a friend of the podcast and go check it out. And speaking of friends of the podcast, let's say hi to one. Hey, all right, hold your horses, Sam. Horses are held off. Hold it. Shut them up. Because we got to talk about our friends over at Simple Contacts, one of our favorite friends. Why? Because Simple Contacts is the most convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder brands of contacts from anywhere in minutes it's vision care for the 21st century if you need to renew your prescription take a five-minute vision test from your phone or computer it's reviewed by a licensed doctor so you know this is legit receive a renewed prescription and reorder your contacts all you need is your current contacts and internet connection and 10 feet of space this is so convenient there's a million things demanding your time contact lenses shouldn't be one of them with simple contacts you can renew your prescriptions and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes no more doctor's offices or waiting rooms you just take a vision 
test that's self-guided and takes about five minutes. Think about all that time you're going to be saving compared to making an appointment, getting an eye doctor, taking your time off, etc. And this test is designed by doctors and a licensed ophthalmologist reviews every single test carefully to make sure your eyes look healthy and that your vision hasn't changed. And don't worry, Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with so you never have to shop around and find your lenses at the best price. And don't worry, Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 3,000 times on the App Store. That's a lot. That's a lot of times. Incredible. And with summer around the corner, there's no shortage of reasons to have contacts on hands. You got beach days, you got vacations, outdoor activities. Uh, it's even wedding season. You don't want to look goofy. Get us some new contacts, why don't you? Definitely. The vision test is only 20 bucks compared to an appointment with without insurance could cost over 200 bones. That's too much. Prices are unbeatable and standard shipping is free with simple contacts. And best of all, we're offering you a promotion. That's right. Our listeners are going to get a sweet deal. You can save 30 dollars on your lenses by going to simplecontacts.com slash answers or you can enter our code answers at checkout one more time for fun if you go to simplecontacts.com slash answers you can save 30 dollars on your lenses or you can just enter our code answers at checkout now remember this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. No, no, no. This is if you're, you're running out of lenses, as you call them, and you need a backup pair, and, you're, and your prescription's up to date, which they'll check. You can get some shipped right to you. How amazing is that? So easy. Do it with your phone right there right now. Thank you, Simple Contacts. Now back to the show. All right. Time to talk about the my favorite movie of the year so far. Let's be honest. Oh, wow. Was, Whoa. Uh, better than oh, yeah, Kyle sorry. Talks? Most entertaining. Most That's entertaining fair. through and through Incredibles 2. Yeah, yeah. Is yes, spoiler no. free. Here's the umbrella. Spoiler free. Spoiler free. We'll do no some spoiler, spoilers, spoilers mm-hmm. talk. Even though like a lot of people don't want to go into surprise, there's not like a lot of spoilers for this movie. Yeah. It's just like a lot of great moments. Anyways, spoiler free. Hector? I think I got the perfect spoiler free review for Uh-oh. this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know how, you're, if you're listening right now, you know how you didn't go see Coco in theaters and then you recently texted me, Hector Navarro, <laughs> to let me know how much you loved it when they put it on Netflix for you when it was for free and how it was really amazing and blew you away and you texted me, you're like, I finally know what you were talking about all those months, Hector. Wow, Coco was so good. I'm sorry I missed it in theaters. Go see Incredibles 2 in theaters yeah. before they put it on Netflix later this year or next year, and then you text me like, ah, I finally saw Incredibles 2. It was amazing. Go see it this weekend, you idiots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so good. It's so amazing. You I cowards wish... not watching Coco in theaters and crying <laughs> around all those adults and yeah, children. Coco was great. You cowards. <laughs> I cried like a baby. If you, go see it, if you go see it in 3D, they give you dark glasses and it covers up your tears. There go you see go. This is, what a great are... pitch. We're like, we'll cover your tears. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the few movies that I would recommend going to see in 3D. <sighs> yeah. It yeah. was so cool. Because yeah. usually animation. in 3D? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I didn't. My screening was not in 3D. It yeah. was in 2D. Well, I, it's still probably amazing. This is a movie. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. But I wanted to see it. Through. Like, yeah. there's one scenes where I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to see this in 3D. It's yeah. one of those movies that, like, it doesn't require you to see it again, but you will want to see it again. Yeah. Because it's just so gosh dang wonderful. Like, yeah. it's so pleasant like whatever mm-hmm. era like people are like i want to show back to the 1950s without like because you watched tv tv land one time it's like whatever word you have to describe like that era of like of the jetsons and flintstones it's just like yeah. you know this is just like sweet and mm-hmm. kind and blah, blah. like that's what this is it's like it's mm-hmm. just like it's just great yeah. like it's just so good it's like a warm hug mm-hmm. with a little bit of cookies right behind the hug and you're like mm-hmm. oh, i'm gonna get cookies after that hug this is some of the best action in any superhero movie 
recently. In any movie, period. Yeah. It's great. So creative. Great creative action sequences. Uh, I love the stylistic choices. I love the stylistic choices in the first one. And that carries over here. That kind of like retro adventure, pulp adventure type of thing they've got going on. Love the Disney logo when they updated to like that pulp retro yeah. kind of 70s-esque art yeah, style. That got, yeah. applause. that got an applause in my screening. No, that's cool. Yeah, nerds yeah. were freaking out. It was great. <laughs> they all, were all about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love the first Incredibles. I love that we're revisiting that world. All the stuff I loved about the first one carries over to this movie. The family is great. Each one of the characters not only gets a standout moment, but you mm-hmm. love each of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, this, I think mm-hmm. the standout is probably Jack-Jack because mm-hmm. he got the most laughs. Other than one scene, he got the most laughs. Because it's it's kind of scary. Because he's kind of scary. If you take it out of the context of this fun family film, yeah. it's kind of a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it it's could great. be the worst thing ever. Like, but it's that kind of fear where you just like you're like very slowly losing control of a situation. <laughs> but it's not in, like the worst case scenario. But yeah. you're just like, oh my god, it's, it's like a runaway train. But you're mm-hmm. like, I can understand. I can handle this. I can get this. Mm-hmm. I got this. Yeah. And it just kind of escalates and escalates. And no, this movie actually has. The it, because it caught me off guard of how funny it was. It's the hardest I've laughed in the theater this year. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. very specific moment, and it's just because it it like because you're pay- it does a good job of like making you focus over here while in the background something's happening, and then once that becomes like known to the main characters, I died laughing. Yeah. And uh, it, I think it's fair to say that you don't have to rewatch the first one to go into this one. Like if you have a rough understanding of what happened last time, you'll be disagree, okay. Disagree. Disagree. You think you need to know? I will say you don't have to, mm. but I will say. I strongly recommend watching The Incredibles and Jack-Jack Attack. Which is great, the too. The short film, which is great, before going to see it this weekend because it will, like, refresh you. And there are so many great callbacks and, and, and sort of, like, it just it all feels in the same world. But I also want people to do this so that they can maybe recognize how far Pixar and animation in general has come in 14 years. Yeah. Because there are scenes in the first movie that are almost kind of recreated shot for shot for this second one. Yeah. And they look so much more just beautiful and vibrant and detailed in the second one than in the first one. So I will say do it and because I feel like people right now are probably wondering, yeah, but is it better than the first one? What's the ranking? How does yeah. it rank it? And I'll tell you straight up, yeah, I think it's better than the first one. Agreed. I think objectively I, a lot of people say it's that. better than I the first one. I disagree with that. I think the first one, but in the context of I think the first one's basically perfect mm-hmm. and this one is just excellent. So mm-hmm. it's still like amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just I think the first one is, yeah, yeah. is more and cohesive. When, and when people when I said I think the second one's better, people are like, "You really think it's that much better?" I was like, "I didn't say that, that much." much yeah. I said if the if the I'm first one the first one on the garbage. If the first one's a nine point <laughs> seven. This one's a nine point eight. Like yeah. it's, it's just right. It just edges it out. For me, the reason it edges it out is just technology wise. It's yeah. just it's just a superior gorgeous movie just because it's 2018 not and it's 2004. the perfect just uh building it does a good job building upon what came before it and like mm-hmm. it's it but mm-hmm. it also is just you can only improve so much once mm-hmm. you made it perfect yeah. and so that's what i felt like with this movie michael giacchino score i was saying that last name correct right michael giacchino giacchino mm-hmm. thank there you is. uh it oh my god actually i think it's pronounced giacchino mm-hmm. oh, you do a little and there's an accent at the yes, end yeah. michael giacchino mm-hmm. uh-huh. there you go it, it's perfect. His yeah. score is phenomenal. As soon as you get like the, you just immediately become a kid yeah. again. Because he he scores a significant amount of the movies <laughs> that we talk about on this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. But his work only really stands out for me in these Incredibles movies. Like it, it was mm-hmm. really something special. Even with the first one, that kind of like that. What do you that think are his old best? James Bondy yes. spy flavored? You what, do you, know? what do you think are his best scores? See, that's my Rattle problem. Is I can't really enough them. What's that up? Is Up really is good. perfect. Up mm. is so great. Incredibles might be still his best work, that first movie. Yeah. Might still be his best score to date. I'll give you that. But we got to mention his Star Trek 
movie movies, but mm-hmm. really they're all kind of you know variations on the same first one. That first theme, I think, yeah. is beautiful. I love Speed Racer. If you haven't heard the Speed Racer soundtrack, I don't like the Speed Racer the movie, dude. You like it's it? It's crazy. Or, yeah. I like the movie, dude. Listen to the score isolated. Yeah. Giacchino is brilliant, and nice. he's doing stuff that again people aren't because they're not going to revisit Speed Racer the yeah. score. It's phenomenal. Dope. And I also really like. Um, I was speaking about it earlier. John Carter. He does like yeah. a Lawrence of Arabia, like like beautiful thing in that. But his Spider-Man score, it's good, but it's not Danny Elfman. Yeah. yeah. And the more I, I listen to it a lot because I read Spider-Man comics and I throw it on and now I dun, 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 dun. I'm in it now, but it, t- it took a while. And his Doctor Strange is just okay. Like mm-hmm. it, His it Doctor Strange you know, is a lot like Sherlock. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's, The choices he makes are good, but yeah. I get that you don't remember. You know yes. when the harpsichord starts playing, you're like, is it? No. I mean, mm-hmm. He did that. He chose mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. But I did look up really quick some of his highlights, uh, and they are very impressive. Jurassic World. Well, that's just kind of copying, but he still mm-hmm. did a really good job. Mm-hmm. But every, every Pixar movie, Inside Out, uh, Ratatouille, mm-hmm. Coco, amazing. Coco. Yeah. Star Trek's are really memorable. And the Mission Impossible. So, like, in yeah. the Mission Impossible movie. Oh, I think so this is good. He's got a good connection with Brad Bird and J.J., so yeah. he's yeah. good to go. The um, I think the, these scores stand out to me because it, it, it's part and parcel with... The, these are these are superhero movies, but mm-hmm. the point of reference, like, it's very telling that there's a, a scene... A lot of times when the TV's on, it's just are random that world. spoilers? Is this about to be spoilers? Well, well not really. There, there's a... I, I don't know there. if it's a spoiler that there's a shot of Johnny... There's a Johnny oh. Quest on the TV. Oh. And it's... That's, that's <laughs> really it. the point of... Re- it's not... It's, you know what I'm pissed about, though? If they ever do a Johnny Quest movie... Movie, yeah, Giacchino can't score it now because he's done two Incredibles movies, and I'm like, God damn it, you yeah. would have been the perfect guy to score a Johnny Quest movie, yeah. Are you but kidding me? So they God. use the things that kind of influenced superhero storytelling, yeah. they, they go back to that as opposed to just riffing on superhero storytelling in the Incredibles movies, they go back to the things, the building specifically blocks specifically the Silver Age, Silver Age, but yeah. like you've got you've got Johnny Quest, you've got characters like uh John Carter, you've got even even Flash Gordon, mm-hmm. uh, the Shadow stuff like stuff from that era, the pulpy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that kind of like influence yeah. because Barbera. if you took yeah. that the Giacchino score and threw it to like a old Sean Connery Bond movie, it'd work. Yeah, you know what I mean. It would it's it's more of that that uh, retro spy movie, and it's great. It's just a great because it, it gives it a uh, richer texture than it would just be of like, hey, you know, superhero movies. This is that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's a broader palette. That's why I listen to it when I read Fantastic Four comics. It's perfect. It's. That's a really good yeah. recommendation. Yeah. Kids better write that down. Mm-hmm. You better go do that. I was kind of, I, I was interested at the, the years ago before there was even a glimmer of them getting Fantastic Four. I was kind of like, but after they'd been bought with Disney, it's like two live action Incredibles and set it in the MCU. No. And no. have that be your. No. He's not no. having it. No. He's and not, he's having not it. feeling it. Yeah. I, I recently, uh, I just think it's kind of cynical that people feel like the only way the Fantastic Four could work, because we've tried twice, but really, were those tries? Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know what I mean? Like, mm, really? Yeah. Like, it's not fair to say that we've tried, because it's mm-hmm. not, put it in the capable hands and people will actually attempt it, but... People have said, like, why don't we do a, a movie either set in the 60s or do a time travel thing the way Captain America is a man out of time, the way Carol Danvers is going to be a woman out of time. Yeah. Just originate these four characters from the 60s, 1961. They go up in a rocket, get powers, and then they get lost in space and come back in time to the present day. But they're from the 60s, so they could have that, you know, clean cut, square jaw, Reed Richards smoking a pipe, being that 60s dad yeah. and have this nuclear family thing. And they're all about space and exploration. And that stuff's great. But I feel like it's a little cynical to think that the only way these characters could work is if they come from that era yeah because i just want modern day born you know 20 30 40 years ago 
men and women that are like, no, we're we're Reed Richards and Susan Storm and Johnny Storm and Ben Grimm today. Now we're yeah. a family. Now we're dreamers. We're astronauts. We're imaginots now. Yeah. As opposed to we have to come from some other place to get it to fit. And I don't care about the order of operations. People are upset. They're like, well, how are they going to explain where the Fantastic Four was? I'm like, look what they did with Spider Man. They name dropped him in Ant Man. Mm-hmm. We got a kid who climbs on walls now. Like we got somebody who climbs on walls. Cut to okay. Spider Man's already. Got, you know we don't know. We don't care. The origin doesn't matter. Yeah. Tony Stark shows up and he's already been active for six months or whatever. And boom and let's go. Yeah. Same thing with T'Challa. Let's go. How do you explain Wakanda? Well, they've been planting little Wakanda seeds, but it doesn't matter. And mm-hmm. I think that's a trap that a lot of modern superhero movies fall into about like, hey, we need to explain. You don't. You yeah. Guess what, Doctor Strange? I, I know you love you the love the origin, work. but it's like I do for Doctor Strange specifically. Jump I feel into like, it. I feel like with the case of strange maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm right i feel like his origin is still his best and most memorable story isolated story strange as a character is so pivotal to the marvel universe in the comics yeah but i got like i'm not like oh do you guys remember triumph and torment that's still you know it's like i if i describe it to you it's where he teams up with dr doom to go save dr doom's mother's soul from hell that's dope but it's but it's it's not these iconic very like you know easily adaptable movie bite-sized chunks but like daredevil has so many great stories like that batman has stories like spider-man has stories like that but strange i feel like ah in my opinion his origin is one of our strongest same as iron man him in the cave you do need to spend that time with tony and with certain characters you do but with fantastic four and the fact that they've had two failed attempts just hit the ground running. Just, you know, yeah. I want us to spend, do the character work, spend time with the characters. I think, shouldn't be hard. Uh, I think the Fantastic Four have a similar problem with Superman in that they, people perceive them as, as dated ideas. But yep. I think, I, and, and the problem is, so whenever they come to it, it's like, well, how do you fix it? And that assumes that there's a problem. Yep. And you just have to, like, Incredibles goes back to the history of what made superhero storytelling go back to what made the characters work Mm -hmm. because they did work sold a lot Mm -hmm. started both both characters started huge universes Mm -hmm. fantastic four started the marvel universe as we know it Mm -hmm. started the whole superhero everything uh and then you look at a movie like this and it's like it's got that retro future vibe it's like this stuff works like Mm -hmm. this movie's gonna make money like uh, Mm uh and i wish more i wish more superhero properties would look at the way incredibles makes tells these stories and be like oh this is what we should do it's just storytelling because you should that's what you should yeah Yeah, that's it 100% should yeah it's so gosh darn creative I wouldn't I wouldn't mind more of these movies actually I'm surprised after we saw this movie I was surprised there hasn't been a tie-in comic has there been for Incredibles if there was it wasn't very popular (laughs) it was probably a very short-lived but it just makes sense a couple years ago they did one I think it was Boom may have done it. They yeah. did an Incredibles comic, and it like wasn't very good. Yeah. The same way they did a couple video games after the first movie came out, mm. and they were like, mm, you know, it's like, yeah, they there there could be, but I also feel like maybe somebody like Marvel, who's owned by Disney, it, they might be told, no, you can't do an Incredibles comic yeah. because whatever ideas that they had that they didn't fit into this film or the first movie, they might spill over and use an Incredibles three. So it's like, don't go, don't come out and say we're going to do a bunch of stuff that is canon in an Incredibles universe. Because it is its own very isolated and specific thing. You can do that with Star Wars because there are corners of Star Wars that they will not keep doing in movies now. Specifically, yeah, specifically anything with Luke, Leia, and Han during A New Hope. That's why the Marvel comics are like, and set right after the movie. In between two movies that are already established, we can go and play around in that because ultimately it doesn't matter what we do. But it's not like they're like, they're not making comics of like, and here's what happens after Force Awakens. They're waiting for The Last Jedi to come out and be like, okay, can we make this a comic? We'll just adapt it. Can we tell tell everybody where DJ was? Okay, that's it. Can we tell everybody where where happened to Phasma? Okay, that's it. They're not doing like the beyond because that's what movies are going to do. So... Well, they should do yeah. a 
comic series that takes place in between Incredibles one and two. There's, five there's seconds. No, yeah, that, yeah. Five <laughs> seconds. I, we, we're gonna get. There into, is a window yeah, to play. We're, we've got. We're gonna get more into tweets when we get into spoilers. But uh, Danny Boy at Chinyverse seventy eight uh, with the likely success. With the likely success of this movie, do you think Disney will turn this franchise to a TV series or keep it as a movie only release? And I'm surprised. Like, I would just the way How to Train Your Dragon has a series. Yeah. And a bunch of these shows have their series. But that's different because that's DreamWorks, not Pixar. But Big Hero 6 is is getting an yeah, animated series as well. It's like Disney, I, not Pixar. But I'd want to spend more time in this world. Yes. I like these characters. I don't want to wait but, another 14 years. I know. But Brad Bird has some sway. Yeah. Like, Brad Bird for when? 14 years has been saying... <laughs> People have been asking him for every movie he's ever done. What about Incredibles 2? Will it ever happen? Yeah. And he's always said, like, we'll do it if we find the right story. Yeah. If the time's right and we find the right story. He's got some sway. He's like a Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Christopher Nolan's like, I'm going to take four years to do another Batman movie. And Warner Brothers is like, okay, do yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. Here you go. Inception. Here you go. Interstellar. Do whatever you want. You know? Yeah. Um, I think he did Interstellar after Dark Knight Rises. Whatever. Don't correct but, me. Internet. Don't, 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 hey, listen, don't correct me. All right? don't we have a pretty good audience. They're pretty nice about it. But also, don't do that. Don't be that guy. It's not fun. All right. Before we go any further with this, this incredible talk, because yes. I know you guys are sitting in the theater and you're like, hold on, I want to I wanna make sure I get all the right info before this movie starts. We get you. But also, we want to make sure you guys are staying healthy, staying fit. And you can do it easily with our friends over at Beach Body, Body on, on Demand. Demand. Beach Body, Body on Demand. Demand. What, what? Beach, Beach Body on Demand. Beach Body on Demand. Beachbody On Demand is an easy-to-use streaming service that gives you instant access to a wide variety of super effective workouts you can do from the comfort of your living room 24-7. This is the company behind P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, T25, Brazil Butt Lift, Pio, 3-Week Yoga Retreat, and more. You can get motivated by celebrity super trainers you know like Shanti, Shalene Johnson, Tony Horton, and Autumn Calibres. You can access it anywhere and anytime you on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Comcast, and more. I watch it on my Comcast, if I'm being honest with you right now. And it has the biggest support community with over 1 million people wow. currently on Beachbody On Demand. It is the best deal in fitness. Like I said, I watch it on Chromecast, but I prefer to do uh, Shift Shop. As I've said before, that's my go-to. Um, specifically, there's uh, Strength 45, uh, 45 minutes of strength workout. That's one of my favorite workouts. Well, mine one is more favorite. What's your more favorite? Insanity. I just started it. <laughs> I didn't stretch before I did it. That was my bad. But I did like how I felt after. You did like how you felt after? Yes. I did have to take some breaks because I definitely didn't check the uh, intensity level before. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, I work up to this. But there are a lot of uh, different things that I have used on there. My personal favorite are the yoga ones because I've been getting into yoga. Yeah. Thank God because I could not cross my god dang legs for a long time. Like I was sitting down and I was like, Ugh. I was making no. like sounds of like a 60-year-old getting up and down from being on the floor. It's like, I don't want that. Now yeah. I'm going into insanity because I want to up my cardio. Yeah. I want to get those runs in. The I'm a good flash thing, boy. One of the great things about uh, Beachbody On Demand is that, like you said, there's a variety of workouts at different workout levels, but also the workouts you choose, there's these uh, people called modifiers that are kind of like, hey, if you're not quite up to this yet, you can do what this person's doing to help get you there. And I want you guys, listeners, to try this out. Try out this service because if you've ever been feeling down or you kinda, you're not feeling great, usually... It, you can kind of remedy it just for a little bit sometimes yeah. but going outside doing a little yeah. bit of physical activity because you know what life's busy we don't always have time and Beachbody On Demand it makes this easier for you you can access yes. this like we said from anywhere anytime and right now our listeners get a special free trial membership when they text alright whip out the phone if you're driving pull over 
Okay. Then text STUPID to 303030. That's 303030. You have full access to the entire platform for free. That's all the workouts, the nutrition information, and support totally free. Again, just text STUPID to 303030. Don't miss out, guys. All right? Try it out. Let us know what you think on Twitter. And back to the show. Okay, that's enough for the spoiler free, all right? Can it. Time for spoilers. Uncan it. All right, here we go. What do you want to say? I, I, can I? Can I? I just want to ask you guys: Do you want to see an Incredibles three as a movie, not a TV show? Because uh-huh. I feel like they're not going to do that. But like, if Brad Bird were to come back, do you want to see it? How soon do you want to see it? What do you want it to be about? What could it be about? Okay, so uh, the because the world is blown up now. I feel like it's like you know what I mean. Incredibles one was superheroes are outlawed, supers are outlawed, and by the end of that one, they kind of showed up, but they're still illegal. And this one, by the end of this one, it's like we're back, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's three? Uh, because I'm impulsive and have no self control, I'd be like, I want it now. I want it. Like yeah, I want. Yeah. I don't I want to stop. <laughs> I want it no, even sooner. Like right. I want. You know, we really want you to fast track this. Right. Like um, uh, I want it as soon as possible. But take the time to tell a story. And I think you could open up the world and like there is a very cool. Uh, there's potential for an international story because they already introduced like some international heroes, yeah. which is very cool. Yeah. I like that. And you could have like the James Bond esque like going around the world to solve mm, a crime like or whatever. Cars two. I love it. See Pixar's hit. Cars two. It yeah. Do it again, baby. <laughs> The golden apple uh, mm-hmm. of the eye of Pixar. Get Michael Caine to play a British superhero. There you go. Perfect. Done. Perfect. Uh, but I do like that idea. And also, since the kids are growing up a little bit, you could get like a Toy Story 3 send-off with like, uh-oh, somebody's going to college. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I would like to. I, I thought they, because it had been so long anyway, that they were going to do this for two. Uh, I didn't yeah. expect them to like, um, seconds after, and now yeah. we're back in it. Have Jack-Jack as early teens the other kids are kind of grown up yep i'd be really interested to see them tackle the idea of a non-powered superhero like mm-hmm. a batman green arrow type character like a syndrome or like a yeah but a good guy yeah, yeah, that's yeah. dating violet because i love these yeah. movies but they do touch on this weird like exceptionalism like i i almost expect brad bird to yeah. create a society underwater where everybody's just allowed to do whatever the hell they want <laughs> it, I, I feel like a lot of um fans of Anne rand have, have have like tuned into in incredibles and they're like see brad bird agrees like well, and everyone's special no one is and i'm like slow down slow down slow i'm down. not sure that's what slow the movie's down. saying especially with this one because but i'm not I, this one it's i'm not sure what the movie's saying sure i don't think it's trying to say something like the first one definitely has that message that that uh that dash wants to let him compete let him yeah. actually compete you know which that has fair. this which is fair um but i feel like brad bird's counter argument to that idea if that's what you feel like is in the incredibles movies is if you watch ratatouille the movie starts with everyone can cook yeah everyone can cook anyone can cook and which is kind of a similar idea of like, oh, we should just let everybody be special and give everybody participation trophies and, yeah. you know, and there's no incentive and blah, 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 all that Ayn Rand bullshit. But by the end of the movie, the, the thesis has changed to a good cook can come from anywhere, yeah. which to me is about is about privilege. It is about opportunity. It is about certain groups of people that are allowed to do certain things and others that aren't. And it's a dumb analogy, but Remy the Rat comes yeah. from being a literal rat. He's not allowed to cook, but yeah. if he were, a little if, you trash gave, animal. if you gave him a shot, yeah. he's the best fucking cook you've ever, you know. So I feel like that's how Brad Bird feels about it. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I Incredibles through can 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 be about something. Maybe well, Incredibles three can can be about a non super, and then like you're saying, and Bob is like, I don't know about this, Helen, and Helen's like, Bob, yeah, he doesn't have any power. So what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give him, alone. Give him a shot. Well, give him a shot. He's a the, nice kid. The idea is challenged by Owen Wilson. Exactly. <laughs> wow. 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 Uh, uh, screenslaver kind of challenges that notion, and they never say cr- screenslaver. Uh, wrong again. I'm not saying the movie needs to right. be about something, but it does bring up these ideas. Because at the end of the day, it is still 
a kids movie, and but it's, it's an mm-hmm. amazing, fantastic kids movie. Mm-hmm. The the all of Elastigirl's action scenes are some of the. For one thing, God. talking about Fantastic Four, I know when I was a kid watching those movies, it's like yeah, because stretchy powers are fucking lame. And then you yeah. see the Incredibles movies, no, you're like no, they're the coolest ever. They're, they're the, the coolest, coolest they're ever because it means ever. you could do whatever you want. The that bike is one dude. of the coolest ideas that she when can it, like use it to jump. When it unhooked for the first time, I I was like I had such a good time watching this movie, guys. Yeah. I was like I was like oh my god, that's how I reacted <laughs> yeah. uh, in a theater full of children and people. Like, yeah. I was like. <laughs> You look what? at the kid next to you like, did you fucking yeah, see yeah. this shit? You like hey, elbowed him so hard they like yeah. dropped their drink. It's like, did yeah. you see this? Yeah. <laughs> so and again, that's yeah. the, the the creative energy, and it's and it's something very this type of of storytelling and, and way of doing action and the precision. It's something you see in like the Avatar cartoon mm-hmm. and core. There's a precision mm-hmm. that that you just don't get in live action because mm-hmm. you literally have to articulate every detail. And it makes it, when it's done well. Good lord, it's so cool. I know. I know. No. This is why they brought in Gendy Tartotoski, who did Samurai Jack, to do storyboards for Iron Man 2. Yeah. You know what I mean? To bring that animation eye, that precision that you're talking yeah. about. Like, people don't realize how vital that is to make good action. Yeah. And that's why we're get, we get excited when we see it in a live action, quote unquote, you know, superhero movie like Avengers Infinity War. The scene between uh, Squidward and Doctor Strange and Spider-Man and Iron Man like in yeah. the ship. Like, oh, it's just so good because it's just like it's clean. It's clear. You know what's happening. It's great. You know, but um, Incredibles is full of that. Yeah. And it's all of it amazing. Every action scene is like the best. And it's such a uh, something I noticed with the first one, too, is just the the, the attention to detail put into what somebody could do with these powers. Yes. Specifically the stretchy, the yeah. stretchy ones because our, cause our uh, bar is set low for that. I know. But even dude, people still remember. And how many times have we now seen in live action a speedster? A, a, yeah. a, a superhero that has super speed and yet it still doesn't nothing has achieved that same level of joy as the first time Dash ran on water yeah. Yeah. Such, do you know what I mean scene. like isn't that crazy that like it's we still joy. haven't replicated yeah. that and it is joy it's the music it's a little piano tickling that Giacchino's doing and he looks down and he just laughs and then just kicks it into high gear and like yeah. you know, that is like an iconic moment and in this movie when Dash is running away from Void and like he's yeah. going through portals and like just all of the side superheroes are great but even the use of Frozone's powers yeah. of, of Violet's powers like yes. a couple of times where she got to like team up with Dash and you're like oh this is cool I didn't know they could do this like you know she she beat up Void and you're like this is awesome like mm-hmm. it's just f- incredible. Speaking of Violet, uh, they're also using their abilities as a way to show character. Like when she's bummed about the boy, not mm-hmm. and she's just walking around invisible. Mm-hmm. That's so. It's a good little character beat. It's perfect. Is. Yeah. Is she having adolescence? Mm-hmm. It's the, perfect. Yeah. It's great. And uh, the way they interpreted a lot of Jack-Jack's powers, it's like, how can it get worse? Yeah. It's like, here it is. Exactly. It's like, here, you want to pick up your baby? Well, what if there were seven of them? Yeah. What if he could oh just clone God. himself? What if he could become an enormous baby? And yeah. like that was such a great little like just visual of like the holes are getting smaller as he's walking through the walls. <laughs> no. Or that he just can walk through walls. Oh, the be- the my favorite joke with Jack Jack is the sneeze and he fall, flies through the wall and yeah. he's like we don't we don't know where he is do we have to go catch him he's yeah. like nah he'll come back yeah. Yeah, or yeah. the poltergeist, guy's like he, he's in another dimension and, and he's can, laughing he's yeah. laughing yeah. in the walls like cookie what was it num num cookie you brought it before I wanted to talk about your favorite joke in the the best joke it was so good it was like dad's just trying to be dad and I love that like 
he doesn't completely uh, like the dad doesn't completely throw away that he's kind of an, he's kind of a jerk that he's kind of mm-hmm. he's kind of selfish. But you still understand where he's coming from because his life was about that he's Mister Incredible, mm-hmm. and that's how yeah. he sees himself, and that's how the world sees him. So you understand why he views it this way, and that why, and you understand why he's jealous of his wife, but he also supports her, and mm-hmm. they have this very fun competitive nature about their relationship, and mm-hmm. I, I love that that's explored. But also that he tries to help his kids out every way that he can, so he takes his daughter to the restaurant where yeah. her, her crush works God, and it's such a good joke where like they're talking back and forth and a waiter walks up and you don't even understand that oh, like it could be him yeah. oh, I, yeah. I wasn't paying attention because I was paying attention to the scene <laughs> and it was so I was so engrossed in what they were talking about and like you knew the kid was gonna be there because that's the point yeah. uh, but as soon as the kid talks and her shooting water out of her mm. nose I was <laughs> laughing so hard and that was a joke meant to trick children but it got me yeah. and I was laughing I couldn't control how loud I was laughing in the theater it at was, that point it was the funniest moment in a movie in like 10 years like, yes. it's yeah. so goddamn funny uh-huh. and uh, it's not just for kids Sam don't feel bad because it's Brad yeah, Bird said he does not make movies that he himself is not gonna he's not gonna enjoy he yeah no true us. but like uh, the the idea even though it was perfectly executed to like uh, make adults laugh too are we too. explaining this joke now is that what we're doing oh, oh yeah it's breaking great. down why it's funny when no. water comes out of her nose hey it's how we make a living uh, but like it, the idea of just like a, a water shooting out of the nose joke is so usually basic and it's like a throwaway joke that people use in like lesser movies mm-hmm. but in this it's perfect it's like one of the best jokes yeah. something it's so special part. about the Pixar movies is they do they do make movies that are for, for everyone yeah. all ages family films and it's not normally when they try to do like Shrek like oh why is this for what's in here for adults oh they're mm-hmm. talking about sex sometimes and fart mm-hmm. jokes and that's not this touches on stuff that's hey, so that's great <laughs> hey, that's great that's, that's so human like yeah. uh, like for the kids when Bob is trying to be a stay at home dad there's just funny. Jack Jack is just hilarious it's funny and it keeps it even though really that's not where the action is is just as engaging as it is yeah. what Elastigirl is doing yes but for more adult people like for the parents there were there was literally a family sitting right behind us and it's like I'm sure that dad is like that's what it's like yeah, <laughs> that's what yeah. It's fucking the, like the funniest moment is I'm not a parent and I feel like if I ever do become a parent if I have kids I will love this movie even more even though I already love it yeah. but the moment at the beginning when they're going through okay well I'm going to do this and you're going to do this okay well then I'll stay home with the kids and you'll go off and work, Helen. Like you'll you'll be the career woman. And then she's like, "Are you going to be okay?" And he goes, "Yeah, it's fine. What's the worst that could happen?" Parents were already laughing. Yeah. Parents in my screening were already like, "Oh my god!" And she goes, "You're so cute, honey." Like Helen says that to Bob, and the parents already knew. Like you're fucked, buddy. Like yeah. you think you can? <laughs> like you have three kids, you idiot. Yeah. And that's great, you know. What was your um? Uh, I also liked uh, Jack Jack fighting the raccoon and the setup for it, where he's so watching the funny. the the robbery movie and they see the raccoon it looks like the robber it's and that whole like, setup. I do you guys remember the movie Ice Age, the first one? Yeah, I haven't seen that. I really movies. liked the first Ice Age. I mm-hmm. thought it was really special, yeah, and really cool. Uh, done by I think it was Sony Pictures Animation or maybe Fox. It was animation. Fox before Fox. It, was Fox. it got confusing, but yeah, and Fox. Now they've had like five of the movies and they're all bad. Yeah, I think all the sequels are bad and they get great actors and they but they have the little scrap moments with the with the prehistoric squirrel hiding the nut and yeah. those are just classic almost like warner brothers looney tunes style you know just like shorts and it's such good comedy and it's so funny the problem is is that the ice age movies are bad <laughs> i don't care you know yeah. what i mean and scrat's not really even a character even so it's like i also doubly don't care when in the first ice age movie he was great and he was a breakout character kind of like jack jack and this because it's yeah. like you're in the movie and it's this little moment where you're like i love that little squirrel it's so funny because you're like watching a good movie 
the fact that they set up basically this like one-off little adventure with Jack Jack versus the raccoon to be this old school kind of Warner Brothers style. It's, it's almost like a Pixar short, like Presto with yeah. the magician versus the bunny that he's trying to yeah. pull out of his hat. And it's just all physical comedy. There's no dialogue, which plays so well internationally. Again, it's like to me, I'm like, this, this is what I want minions to be. I hate yeah. minions. I think they're, they're terrible. So, they're so stupid. I think they're stupid. I think they're, I think the movies are badly written. I think it's, a, it's unfortunate because they're beautifully animated, but I'm like, I don't. And I think it kind of, it's, it, it speaks down to kids and I don't care about minions, the characters. And it's annoying to me that like they blew up and everybody loves it. Cause I'm like, I don't think that they're good quality movies. Yeah. And I know you're ragging on Shrek. About half of the Shrek movies are real good. Half okay. of them are bad. You know, yeah. it's, like, it's like it's like hit and miss with DreamWorks. I love my Kung Fu Pandas. I love my How to Train Your Dragons. But most everything else they do, I'm like, ah, I could I could take it or leave they're it. Throw away. But I, they're throwaway. But I do need to see uh, um, Captain Underpants. And I did really like Peabody, Mr. Sh- uh, I did Mr. Too. Peabody yeah. and Sherman. Sherman it was and a Mr. Great, Peabody. Yeah, it was a lot of people great, didn't go see it. Yeah, no, they didn't. That was a that was a bummer because yeah. it was a great story about yeah. what it's like to be a parent as well. They did a good job in that. But back to this in the middle of Incredibles 2 it was like so funny yeah. and it's still like this is Jack-Jack I'm into this we're invested in this story and I loved how Bob picked him because oh you have powers and not a scratch on you so we're like oh thank god he just got mauled by a raccoon yeah. <laughs> but it was the he funniest he comes back thing. with rabies and shit the like, one power they never came back to but it was super kind of gross and weird and it's like well, what's happening is the weird jelly power he had <laughs> he wasn't like elastic oh, yeah. it was like he was a toy for yeah. a second he's yeah. just giggling as the raccoon's like mauling him yeah. Yeah. and I don't get what's happening but I like it I enjoy yeah. it I love the use of physical Human in this movie, and the fire fire is used a lot as a really good physical. Like it was with the raccoon; he's got he's trapped, and you just see him light up, and you're like, "Oh god, (laughs) oh my god, oh my god!" But weirdly, I think it connects to Deadpool too. I think with these characters that have amazing abilities, Mm -hmm. we we've because of the success of movies like Iron Man and stuff like that, we've really invested a lot in quips and quip. But it's Mm -hmm. like there's so much interesting physicality in superhero films. Like use that for humor as well, because when you do it right, like this movie, can be really amazing. People forget that first. Iron Man movie had that moment where he was like, "Okay, we're gonna do the the jets at like eighty percent or fifty yeah. percent," and he just psh, psh, crashes into and the wall. The, like the robot, that, that helps moment him. killed yeah. in the theaters. I still remember that moment killing because when it's he great uh, escapes the terrorists and he launches himself off yeah. into the desert. Oh, he should have died. Um, <laughs> he should have. Yeah. Really but you didn't answer the question yourself about when you'd want to see another incredible, how you'd want to see it. What I would want to see it within four to five years. Okay. And don't wait 14. Please mm-hmm. God. But I have a feeling they had so many ideas that they could easily in the next, I say easily, it's like Pixar, they're brilliant storytellers, but I want them to do it now because from Incredibles 1 to 2, they had to redo everything from the ground up. The character models themselves are yeah. now more beautiful and, and, and detailed and, and, and you know, complex. Complex. I'm like, you have them. Yeah. You already have them. You got the worlds. You got the cars. You got the, the house. You got the setting. You know, like you've got the composer. You got the director. You got the voice cast. Do it soonish, please, yeah. and wrap it out. And I love. I think a lot of people are going to like the time jump. We want to see Dash and Vi in the future. We want to see Jack Jack maybe grown up. Does he settle on a power? Does he still have every power? Yeah. And what can you do if we're moving out of the Silver Age and if we're going into, if you're looking at comic book history, the Bronze Age or the Dark Ages, yeah. where characters are becoming more cynical and dark? Like, does the Incredibles have anything to say about that? Well, it's and, You know, maybe the vig- vigilante heroes come in and like, I use guns, I'm a Punisher, or I'm like Batman, or I'm like Arrow, or I'm like whatever, whatever. Like, do they want to say something about that? Or do we want to keep it in the Silver Age and do one more movie and that's it? And also since the, the crux of these movies is a family movie, and it's about yeah. family dynamic, I think... 
do the time jump, and now you have three generations. You have yes. Violet is an either she has a kid for a while and dashes a new parent, or maybe yeah. and like you still have the younger sibling who is maybe he is like the baby, and yeah. so he still is kind of baby a little bit. But you also have people being grandparents, and mm-hmm. you get the same you get similar jokes of like when the mom was like, "Ha, honey, that's so sweet." Like you don't know what you're in for. Same thing for the kids because yeah. they also yeah. get to make that joke now, and you get to see. Uh, you get to see them actually like fully grow up into adults, which is really interesting. You could also do something cool if you're looking at that second generation thing. You could do kind of what they did with Korra, where Aang's kids have a very specific relationship. Because I could see a reality where if you let them be adult adults, where yes. they have kids, I would imagine I could see a reality where Jack-Jack becomes the premier hero because he's got every yeah. power. And yeah. the other siblings kind of being jealous of the fact that basically that world Superman is Jack-Jack. Yeah. You know? and, they had to, and they still remember a time where they had to hide. Yeah, powers and Jack Jack's grown up in a different world. No. That's a story possibility. I also love the idea if you look at the history of comics, Dick Grayson, Robin, in the '80s when he was on the New Teen Titans, how he left Batman and was like, "I'm Nightwing now." Yeah. What if Vi and Dash are in their teens, maybe in their late teens, early twenties, either graduating high school, going off to college, and they're like, "We're not the Incredibles anymore. I'm not. I'm not Kid Incredible yeah. and Little Miss Incredible. You're Mister Incredible. You're Elastigirl, and I'm." this and I'm and Dash is like yeah and I'm this yeah. and they want to break off and not wear the red suit anymore what about that family story where you, you could, have to say goodbye mm-hmm. Oof. you could have a, uh, a, a team of teen superheroes in that world if you if yeah. you were like, if come you and, hang, so cool. come and yeah. hang out with us and, and Bob and Helen are like oh. yeah. it's one thing to let, let your kids go and hang out with like another group of impressionable friends but it's like but what if they had powers and they're like we're also crime fighting it's like ah uh, and what if some of them are vigilante a little hard edged yeah. and what if one of them doesn't have powers and he's dating Vi kind of uh, touches wrote Incredibles 3 you boom guys. also kind of touched on story elements of the short before Incredibles which will definitely make you tear up a little Ooh, bit. Oh, yes. thank god Bow. we had the glasses on because I because at first at first I was kind of confused I get what it was like an emptiness story but it's I was like beautiful. a little confused and then when it like kicked in I was like oh yeah. I understand what's yeah. happening now so I, personal. I yeah. teared up pretty hard because 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 yeah. of course you are we, we just we all get that that's part of being human yeah, yeah. and it's beautiful mm-hmm. you know and I, I want to research that but I have a feeling that that was an animator who maybe didn't have a great relationship with his mom yeah, and did this personal story then maybe showed it to her and I bet you she cried. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. just feel like, I, I feel, feel like just, him making that art helped, I, mm. it feels like. Yeah, I, I feel like if we saw a picture of that animator it probably looks exactly like the sun <laughs> in, that, in that short. <laughs> yes. Uh, a couple questions here from Twitter. Stub at the underscore stupid stub. Where's my super suit? <laughs> Uh, Frozone got a lot of screen time that yes. made me really happy Thankfully. Mm-hmm. and also again creative like oh ice power is cool we've seen that before the, but then the one way of he uses the best them, jokes is when he makes the little ice ball for Jack Jack just yeah. to lick and it's yeah. like cause huh? yeah. just yeah. To, you gotta distract like, him yeah cause he's we like can't teething or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh Terry Fournier uh at Terry for uh F2104 uh, your favorite Jack-Jack moment in the trailer we see him use two powers at the same time Hulk and Flame on at Edna's which of Jack-Jack's powers would you want so what's your favorite and which one would you want I don't know about what there was that weird moment where he's in the car with the kids and all of a sudden he like giggles and like all of space time yeah. warps around him and I'm like <laughs> it was like I, a very Franklin Richards moment that's yeah. what I was going to oh, say the, the, uh, that moment in particular <laughs> reminded me reminded me yeah. a lot of, of Franklin just because like what do you do with yeah. this fucking kid man yeah. like, <laughs> so he great. can warp time and space what do you do uh-huh. yeah uh, out of the powers though uh, I I don't know which one I'd want. I did like. I'm always down for walking through walls. I always think that's a really fun power. We can yeah. you can turn intangible. If no. I had to pick, I'd probably pick that one. I always thought that was a really cool one. What are you guys? 
It's tough because he has a lot of cool ones. The best joke Man. is probably his sneeze warp. Like whenever, because he did it yes. twice where he sneezed yeah. into the air and then warped through a wall and you're like, <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> it where, and it, <laughs> the sound design's perfect for it because it, it happens so fast where you can just hear the severity of what's happening yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. It's like when you hear a kid messing up in the kitchen and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. I think That's my favorite visual was Big Jack-Jack because he did, it wasn't just Jack-Jack big. Like he had like, with some weight to him, like Weird his, proportions. Yeah, yeah, his he, proportions it wasn't like changed. Hulk big. He was like blob big. Yeah, yeah. he gained weight. <laughs> it was a good. It was a good visual. I think if I were to pick, he had one, like though, fat around his head yeah. too. So it's like small baby face with all this mass <laughs> around him. I think if I had to pick one, it, it weirdly, I'd probably want to be able to become the monster, like the the, yeah. the demon baby. Yeah, yeah, I just I think that be listen. You want somebody to understand how serious you are. You Hulk you guys, out basically. You guys, remember the show and the video game Earthworm Jim? Yeah, he had a sidekick that was like puppy something and it was like a cute little puppy that was like this white puppy dog with black ears and he had the similar power where he turned into this big purple like hulking monster thing nice mm-hmm. uh i don't know what i would want man i think maybe to be invulnerable if we're talking like practicality yeah. i'll take invulnerability you know if there's an emergency i can jump three stories like oh i gotta head down there and then like i'm fine but i don't know what, what else would be fun like laser eyes laser pew, eyes was cool and oh, the way floated. they used them that yeah. was cool yeah. and the shape shifting the way they had just like doled out it was like nose yeah. Eyes, hair. It was just yeah. like really slow, oh, yeah. and, and it was Edna scary. Was like, yes, <laughs> I was like, this is the Edna such bit a great, was great. Such I, a great use of Edna. Yeah, because at first when she comes in, it's like, don't get me wrong, I want Edna, but are we just kind of fitting her in here? Sure, she's a, but it works. It works yeah. perfectly. It works. And I like that a, the there was a. It's the only time in the theater where I've never really I didn't wasn't bugged that there was a kid behind us mm-hmm. explaining the whole movie mm-hmm. as he was figuring it out. Yeah. But he was like, he actually caught something that I didn't. That Jack Jack was mirroring Edna as they're walking down the hallway, and yeah. then I caught it. But I was like, that's so. It's just so funny. When it's he's so walking sweet. And holding a what is it? What was it? A stick with a cookie on the end? What was it? I don't know what he was holding. It was like a lollipop. It was a lollipop. Yeah. yeah. And he's like blah 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 blah. Like and then, and then, instead of doing like Edna mode mm-hmm. and guess the little like code, it's just like blah 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 blah. Accepted, you know. Yeah, shit was so funny. And the little foam they have inside the suit—it's like it's edible. Don't worry, it's yeah. lavender and blueberry. It's yeah. like that's yeah. great. That's amazing. Puts them out. They, they did a lot of. They had a lot of fun with Jack Jack, and and it didn't become uh, annoying in any way. Like no. you know, sometimes where yeah. you can tell the creators like this is a great joke, and then by the end you're like, you need to fucking yeah. cool the it. Minions, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, just garbage speak and you're like no 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 there's mm-hmm. nah that's garbage uh, but I do uh, another great joke is uh, when he does drive up to Edna with, uh, yeah. where the dad does and he just leans his seat back and he's like "There's, he's got powers we just have to get inside yeah. like now and yeah. I I do like the progression. You see him slowly losing it when you think he has a good hold of it. He's like, no, we know new math now. Which yeah. I, Were you the one who mentioned that new math was like a thing in the 70s? Oh, yeah. like they, well, yeah. not even, I don't even know if the 70s. It was back back in the day. It was, yeah. I think when I was a kid, they were trying to do... It's happened, yeah. and it'll keep happening. Yeah, and, they just and, rate all of math. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people were worried from the trailers that it was going to be... That the movie could have been a little bit sexist with how Bob was going to approach the new dynamic. But what I loved is that both of them had fun and had like had stress in each of their paths Helen was kind of stressed out about the kids but then when she was on the phone with Bob she's like I did a great job today I loved it and by the end of that she is like she she kind of finds the balance and she's set and with Bob he struggles 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 but kind of like the end of Kramer versus Kramer or Mr. Mom like he gets his shit together and it's it, the movie isn't downplaying him being a stay-at-home parent they're yeah. like this is also a huge responsibility and he was able to pull it together in his own Bob way but he does it he puts the work in and he does it and it doesn't like shit on either you know path it's not saying oh women shouldn't work it's like no helen's crushing it and at the end the family tells helen go do your job we've got this yeah Mm -hmm. and that was the beautiful culmination of like 
both of those storylines coming together. The sweetest moment yeah. I, for that, for when you got uh, Bob's like realization that he's he's okay, he's gonna be okay, yeah. is when they figure out that Jack Jack you can kind of control his powers a little bit. Like when you yeah. say yeah. you, you can like he knows that that means do the laser eyes. <laughs> yeah. and, like it was just a sweet moment where he like he looks healthy, like the kids are like a little bit happy because he was honest with them. Yeah, and he and he told them that like I'm still trying to get a hold of this, mm-hmm. and they're like I've and only he apologizes been... to Vi, but he's yeah. like I'm sorry about Tony, and I didn't know that Rick Dicker was gonna brainwash him and take him, and she, you know she like understands that it was great yeah. yeah and i it was i love that he has the breakdown where he's like he's angry but he's not yelling at the kids he's mm-hmm. yelling at himself in the world where he's like i'm mr incredible it's in the name like i yeah. have to be incredible at everything i do stress. and he can't he, he you fit well you can't yeah like even mm-hmm. if you're a super person you can't be yeah uh and i do want to mention that the the whole way they implemented screen slavers like what they what she he could do mm-hmm. at, at different t- times i was so impressed of how scared i was when like mm-hmm. it would happen like it'd be Dude. like this helicopter now this helicopter now yeah. this person now this person it was just like happening so fast and it was so out of control it was i was impressed of how scary it could be but kids weren't freaking out too bad in the yeah, theater because they're, this they're, is genuinely like really scary if this she, was happening when she went to the uh, uh, when elastigirl went to the hideout the kids behind us like i'm gonna cover my eyes right now like audibly <laughs> like basically shouted it but you talked i think to, it was the moment where the hand came up and screen slaver just staring at her hand unlocking the door so yeah. like yeah i'd be uh i'd be yeah. freaking out right now <laughs> uh, but you talked about t- touching on the uh darker superhero stuff they do make yeah. a little bit of joke with that with her new costume because it's got a little bit of that chainmail design Mm-hmm. and everything which was a fun she's like I'm not dark gag. and there was a moment uh, I think you and I both kind of freaked out when she's uh, fighting uh, Screenslaver at the end of the movie uh, and she's escaping in that jet and she fires the flare gun and Screenslaver goes out the window and we both like did she just yeah because that was and then she goes and I'm like Jeez, because that was probably the most violent yeah, death I've awesome. ever seen in one of these animated movies. It was great. Yeah. It was. It was like it almost felt like a callback to like Batman Begins of like I don't have to like I'm not going to kill you, but yeah. I don't have to save you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, you're still killing him. You just yeah. killed Ray yeah. Gould. You, you stopped kidding yourself, Bruce. You murdered a man. Yeah. Uh, but um, and, you also and, probably. I mean, that train like flew into like three buildings. I'm. <laughs> I'm there was probably yes. more casualties than yes. Ross, but I mean, you know, whatever, exactly. man. Uh, at exactly. least the city's not yeah. dead, I guess. Exactly. Every time they try, it's always so forced. It's like, the city's abandoned. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's an ba- abandoned yeah. island. They can fight Doomsday there. Yeah. Okay, I, sure, I preferred sure. that than uh, Man of Steel's ending, oh. where you no, are, where you viscerally feel it, and you're I like, know. <gasps> it's nightmare. awful. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what Incredibles 3 could be about, is like the Incredibles maybe teaching the next class or a new generation, like, no, the heroes don't do this. Look at Helen jumping out of a plane to go save this woman, even though she's the bad bad guy uh and it was awesome and like it was stressed because i'm like i'm like stressed i'm like oh save her save her save her and then she did and landed on the boat i'm like great she's gonna get arrested great this is awesome this is the way that it should have ended and the other thing i don't know if this happened to you guys in your screening when all of the supers finally saved the boat at the end the audience applauded and it's like when was the last time a heroic act in a superhero movie third act like got an applause from an audience because everybody was invested and we were like rooting for good guys Mm -hmm. yeah even uh, not only do you care about the family you even care about the void and the other yeah uh, which all the the way they like visualize all those powers are really cool because at first I was like wait is that old man with the reflux is he actually like a thing but he is so he's very cool and you have my I think my favorite joke from them besides how creative Void's powers became were uh, Crusher 
where it's just like mm-hmm. I can't uncrush. Can you unpunch yeah. somebody? It's yeah. like that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a good joke, and he like I love the voices for Brick and Crusher because they were just so like. I saw a thing that they was talking about. You could do a whole spinoff with just those characters, like if you wanted. If you see now, if you wanted to do a cartoon show about that or a short, a Disney Pixar short, fine. More fine. Incredibles. Leave it to Brad Bird and the team because they're going to give us a good movie. I understand that. I understand that. But I have a similar feeling with like when I watched Zootopia, where it's just like I just want to spend more time in this world. Sure, man. It's just such an interesting world. Wreck It Ralph and yeah, yeah. just give me more time in this space. Wreck It Ralph too looks so cool. Moana, like the the worlds are so interesting. That's I've learned that that's a really great way to get me invested in your animated movie. If you make the world just a place that I want to hang out in, you're halfway home. Everything. Yeah, I buy buy every toy. I don't care. I don't care how old I get. Yeah, it was a. It, well, I think we can all agree it's a good movie. We like to rate uh, the reviews. Like yeah. we like to rate the movies when we review them. What would we do? Not a ten. Let's do ten. Let's make it easy on ourselves. Okay. Wait, I, no. Huh? I'm sorry. Do you it's have to? Fourteen you wanna, years. It's a bit. You want to do it out of fourteen? Yeah. Well, you normally choose a fun number, like it's just a just a crazy number, and right. it's been fourteen years. I can't believe it's been fourteen years. I it, hate honestly, that it's been fourteen it doesn't years. feel like fourteen years to me. Mm-hmm. No, because we because I was how old in two thousand four? I was like a uh, junior in high school. Yeah, and now I'm thirty years old. Yeah. I, so that age difference feels less than if I went from kid to how old were you in two thousand four, Sam? Probably fourth grade. Fourth grade. Yeah. Fourth, fifth so grade. So fourth grade to now probably feels a bit different. Yeah. A little longer. A little yeah. longer than my high school brain. went Again, but for me, Toy Story 2 to Toy Story 3 felt like... A lifetime. Because it was. Because I grew I think, up with Andy. Yeah, and I think... I was, th- you know, yeah. Same, similar. similar. Uh, and I also think Incredibles is a movie I, I'll revisit more often yes. than most movies. Like, yeah. uh, the, I was flying back, I think, from D.C. And it was one of those where you're kind of zoning out and you see somebody watching their screen across of it and it was Incredibles and I was just watching I couldn't hear what they were watching I was yeah. just watching it like fuck this movie is so good yeah. <laughs> it's so good and so I started watching it on mine just because it's like it's such a good movie yeah. so it, it probably feels like less of a time because I've rewatched mm-hmm. Incredibles a mm-hmm. few times uh, but out, out of 14 14 maybe 13.5 if I want to be nitpicky, fourteen it's then be uh, solid fourteen for me for out of fourteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's easy. And guys, you can let us know out of fourteen what you thought on Twitter. Tag us at only stupid answers. Yeah, you got the vowels from stupid. There you go, Hector. Man, this was a great episode. Thank you for joining us. You guys are great, uh, and I really, really appreciate you asking me to come on. It was awesome. For the kids at home, where can they find you? Where, what what stuff are you up to? Where should they go? You can follow me on the internet at Hector is funny on Twitter and Instagram, and I usually post all the stuff that I do there. But check out. Uh, the 500 Greatest Films podcast. It's a podcast that I do with my buddy Keller Knobloch, and we watch a movie a, ye- a, movie a week. Nice. It's going to take us 10 years because we're going through 500. Both of your eyebrows just went up no, just that's now when I said it. a long time. It's going to take us 10 years. We do a movie a week, and uh, that's how long it's going to take us. And we just watched Rebel Without a Cause, yeah. the classic James Dean yep. film um, that I'd well, never la- seen. His last film? Also? N- I think it's like, uh, I think there were like three movies that came out. It's Rebel, no. Giant... And and one other one of those came out after okay. he died as well. Okay. Um, but so did Rebel Without a Cause. I think it came out after he died. Yeah. And um, like a month or so after. And um, it was a whole lot of fun. We have a guest on and we watch just a movie. Nice. And a lot of them are real bad and a lot of them are real great because these are supposed to be the 500 greatest films of all time, according to the year 2008. <laughs> That's the list we're going off of. Great. 10-year-old magazine. But I'm like, let's do it. Let's yeah. spend 10 years talking about this. Mm-hmm. Nice. So What's been the worst one so far? The worst one is a movie that was produced by Andy Warhol. 
Okay. Famous artist Andy Warhol. Yeah. In the late 60s in New York, it was called Flesh. And it's not even a movie. It's more of an experimental art piece that was like a waste of my goddamn time. We had to find, <laughs> we had to track this down on VHS. Great. It is not available to rent, stream, anything, anywhere. Perfect. Uh, we had to track down a VHS copy. I had to borrow a VCR from my buddy. Uh-huh. Nice. Kids, a VCR is a thing that plays VHSs, <laughs> which is a videotape. Yeah. A cassette. You remember Star Lord? You know how he listens on that. Yeah. No, make, it movie, bigger, make it bigger. Make it bigger. Videos. I remember because the transition from that to DVD happened around the time of Lord of the Rings. So if mm-hmm. you wanted a VHS of Phil Fellowship, it was like three VHSs. Yeah, Everybody I know still has the Titanic double tape. Yeah, yeah. Because in 1997, everyone was like, "Oh, we got to go buy Titanic." And yeah, it was you know, yeah. I had a, I had a thought today. It's what if you took the budget of Titanic and you gave it to Tommy Wiseau and just see what he would do? Oof. I would hate that. Yeah, it would be real bad. Yeah, it would be. It would be real but bad. Maybe there's real no. Bad. Way it could be good. Way. I think he needs limitations, like Spielberg. I think, a, I think. A, I think. I think an idiot genius like that needs uh, to be told, "No, that's not how that works." Okay, so, then we'll do two cameras. Like he's an idiot. Yeah. Like, so, so what I got out of that is Tommy Wiseau is uh, the equivalent of Steven Spielberg, and Steven Spielberg is an idiot genius. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, Steven Spielberg makes it work. The Jaws robot wouldn't work. Yeah. So he made the most suspenseful movie ever made. Yep. Because mm-hmm. the damn robot wouldn't work. So, so Tommy Wiseau does the same thing. He makes yeah. Chuck E. Cheese versions of the characters. <laughs> and he's like, oh, they don't work. So yeah. actors. And yeah. then suddenly it's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. That could happen. It could you know happen. You what's so funny? If you've never seen Rebel Without a Cause, it was, it's one of Tommy Wiseau's favorite movies, if not his most favorite movie. And he yeah. wants to be James Dean. And, and watching Rebel, this was such a bummer. But I was like, fuck, I wish I had never seen The Room because it's ruining this film, Rebel Without a Cause, because The Room is just a ripoff of Rebel Without a Cause and vice versa. Like, I, like there were nice. entire scenes where I was like, this is in The Room. This whole mm. like sequence and idea is in The Room. So you make that sound like a bad thing. That sounds amazing. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a good time. Yeah, okay. It was good. So go, right, go, right. go rent that movie, and it's free to watch on Filmstruck on that app. Nice. Mm. It's like Everybody's an old, favorite. old movie app. And yeah, it's a lot of movie nerds' favorite app. And then, yeah. That sounds amazing. I really wish more of these apps would consolidate, man, because I don't know about you. Whenever I'm like, no. I'm going to watch a movie tonight. There's at least 30 minutes of like... Finding it? Yeah, where well, is you it? Gotta where are we going to... You got to download the app that tells you which app to go well, get. Well, now, hold on. I have this app. Just I'm gonna, watch. I'm going to... Okay. That's what it is. Well, because I had this other app. Sam's like, what's happening right now? There's this other app called Fan TV that's supposed to do that, and it has not been working for like a month. Uh, sorry. Well, here, I got the Just Watch app right now. Nice. Sam, give me a movie. I'll tell you where you can stream it. Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. Great pick. <laughs> Great pick. Also, also on their 500 list of 500 greatest movies. Uh, Phil 1996, Hartman's 1996, Jingle All the Way. You can rent it for three bucks on Google Play, on PlayStation, on Microsoft, and on YouTube for three bucks. You can buy it for 14 bucks on Google Play, 14 bucks on YouTube HD. Uh, and you know, there's your there's your options right there. Boom. How about jingle all the way? Like, what about jingle all the way too? Is, that's not a thing. Yes, it is. The WWE made it. <laughs> it's with Larry the Cable Guy. I did not watch it. I just saw the ad. And You're I was, right. It came out in 2014, four years ago, and that is available to rent on everything I just mentioned as well. Plus, you can rent it for four bucks on iTunes. Boom. So yes, I right. hate that this is a thing. This yes. is it's like Surf's Up too. Fucking yeah. WWE <laughs> making sequels to movies I love. I hate it. How about you go check out uh, Kindergarten Cop Two with Dolph Lundgren? There's that option. I do for love you Dolph Grunlin. Dolph, Dolph Grunlin. <laughs> Dolph Grunlin. <laughs> he's one of the Gremlins in Gremlins Two, right? He is. Dolph Grunlin. That's where they he's got blonde where, hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam, where can they find you? At Sam Basher, everywhere that matters. We have a very secret project that's coming out in a couple weeks, and it's very exciting. And Patreon people who have contributed to Chaos Theory comic got a preview image of it. Yeah. Yeah, the, cool. I, every time I reach a milestone on Chaos Theory, uh, you, I'm giving a new tease of it. So I think right now we're working towards 75%. Mm-hmm. Maybe something will drop at 60%. Interesting. Uh, as of this recording, we're pretty close to that. 
so go to patreon.com slash only stupid answers please go support uh, chaos theory on indiegogo at chaos theory because I'm trying to make something new and cool and stuff that, that that's not out there and I need your guys support to do it uh, there's only there's a few weeks left as of now so let's go make it happen hell yeah only stupid answers.com has our social has everywhere you can listen make sure you rate and review on iTunes that's actually how we keep getting ads and pay for stuff, yeah. so please do that. Um, that's very important. But also, uh, like we said, there's a very special project coming up. What we've said so far is that we're building something for yes. it, and it makes me very happy. So far, we've built a lot of it. Yeah, and we were very. It was last week. We were very crafty boys. We yes. made a. We. Uh, I was about to say what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who? I'll stop talking now. Yeah. Good. All right. But guys, thank you so much for joining us, and gals. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.